This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. I'm going to leave links down in the description to three articles I found talking about China. And when I read these three articles, I'm thinking, man, I need to put this video together. I need to talk about these three different articles and, you know, kind of compile this video. But I couldn't quite figure it out. So I've been working on this for the last couple of days. Well, at least the last day or so. And it wasn't until I read this article talking about Canada and Dutch disease that it all kind of made sense after, after I read this other article. I had never heard of Dutch disease. And it's not like a disease like within the human body, like a virus or something like that. Dutch disease is an economic event. And I guess the name Dutch disease was coined from The Economist magazine back in like 1977 when they were talking about the Netherlands and a natural gas export that caused the nation's currency to strengthen, which seems like it's a pretty good deal. You know, you think like, man, your export goes up, strengthens your currency, you're able to buy more stuff from the rest of the world. That's like a good idea, right? But the problem was, is that as their, as their currency strengthened, it diminished the exports of the rest of the, of the manufacturing base of that nation, and it caused a bunch of unemployment to start taking place. So it was actually damaging to the economy to have this major export take place. And the article that I was reading coming out of Canada or talking about Canada and this Dutch disease is talking about the like the the price increase of all the commodities and how Canada is like a commodity exporting country. Like that's like their main gig. So when the commodities go up, it's causing the Canadian dollar to strengthen. Now this is causing kind of a bigger issue out there because already Canada was trying to strengthen their dollar or reel back some of the irrational exuberance that has taken place. So they've been trying to work on like the whole taper and tightening process. But now we got these commodities that are just going off the charts and it's causing the Canadian dollar to strengthen even more. Well, this is a problem for their exports. And now it's not just the commodities causing the dollar to strengthen it's also the speculators out there in the world who are looking at the commodity strengthening, knowing that that's going to cause the Canadian dollar to strengthen. And they're trying to get their hands on the Canadian dollars as well, which exasperates the problem. So this Dutch disease, it's really starting to infect into Canada. And you can see, if you read those three articles, China is doing their best to try and prevent that from happening. Especially if you read the article talking about how they're trying to reel back the commodity prices but are going to fail doing it so once you put all those pieces together it makes a lot of sense that now china is trying to keep those commodities from rising so that they can keep their manufacturing base going so the exports can keep flowing out of the country but they're having issues with it right now same issues that canada is having all right um you guys uneducated uneducated economists you guys let me know um I have some mail call for you guys, and I'm sorry I screwed up the video originally, the, the first one I tried to do when I opened up the mail. So I've already opened it up, but I thought I would show you guys what I've got anyway, because we got some stuff from our favorite UFO Engines, who has made 
an awesome postcard. Won the uneducated economist to run for president. So he says here, now that you're one of the kings of YouTube, <laughs> maybe you could run for president of the local PTA and then the USA. Time to think big. Dig in the Laura Book Bush. <laughs> Dig in the Laura Bush book. How a small town girl ended up being first lady for eight years in the USA. Things like that can happen. Who knows what you can pull off to infinity and beyond. I love it. And he he has like his little airplane here that he flies. Um, just Google how to run for USA president, fill out the online forms, and zap, you're running for president. Pretty interesting. I don't know, UFO engines. Man, I, I love your idea of me running for president, but I don't know, man. It seems like a pretty big task. But Laura Bush, huh? What do you guys think? Laura Bush? What do you have in here? Oh, right on. Some more postcards. I love these postcards that UFO Engines puts together. They're pretty cool. So maybe I'll mail some. Mail some of these out. What do you guys think? Should I mail some of those out? Thank you, UFO Engines. I really appreciate it. Um, I've actually been reading a little bit, guys. Can you believe it? Um, I dove into that book, The Richest, um, yeah, the Richest Man in Babylon. Richest Man in Babylon. And uh, pretty good. I've gotten about, I don't know, 30, 40 pages into it. Surprisingly, I was able to knock those out in one night. And I normally can't sit through that many pages in one sitting. So I was pretty impressed that I was able to get that far into the book. So who knows? Maybe I can get through that one and start reading some more. Uh, let's see here. Oh, this is the one. Jared. Thank you, Jared. You sent me an email earlier asking if I had received your package. I have. Thank you so much. Dear Simon, writing... Oh, writing and sending a token of my appreciation for the education you've provided for the world in the past. I've been watching you for about six months and have gotten more education out of that from all the college degrees in time and academia. Uh, enclosed is an Eisenhower coin. Lots of history there and a Texas remember the Alamo coin. Hope they're both uh, the first of your collection uh, hope we can meet someday. Kind regards, Jared. Uh, P.S. Degrees don't advocate they in they don't. Edu I'm sorry. <laughs> P.S. Degrees don't educate; they indoctrinate. You're educated, brother. Thank you so much, Jared. I really appreciate it. The University of Common Sense. <laughs> he sent me like a little certificate here. Let me cover up his name there just to... Right on, Jared. Very cool of you, man. Thank you so much. And um, let me show you there. And there's the Eisenhower coin. Very, very cool, man. Um, I do happen to have one of these, but... I tell you what, the packaging that you have here is in so much better shape. It looks brand new, and that is very cool. So you kept this thing in very good condition. I'm going to slip it back into the envelope here. And there's the, uh, let me show you the other coin, the, the silver piece here, the Remember the Alamo. Or Battle of the Alamo, I should say. 
Thank you, Jared, man. That is very cool of you. And thank you, everybody who is watching the channel, man. I can't thank you guys enough. You know, every week goes by, I still am just amazed that this channel has grown to the to the level that it has. And, um, you know, a lot of you guys have been here the entire time. And I can't thank you guys enough because really it was the early subscribers and viewers of the channel who kept the encouragement going they you know they're the ones who were like man we love it keep it coming don't change a thing do what you do and you know without that support in the early days I don't know if I would have continued on um, you know it was it was that encouragement that really uh, that really built the channel so thank you guys very much especially everybody who's watched from the early days you guys are awesome. Uneducated Economist, you let me know.